Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Alaska, a vast remote wilderness twice the size of Texas. There are dangerous, unpredictable forces at work here. In one of the most mysterious corners of the globe. A lot of things can kill you out here without even trying. This is a place hundreds of times more deadly than the Bermuda Triangle. Oh my God. Stories of alien abductions. I believe it was a UFO. The paranormal, vanishing airplanes, and strange beasts. The Alaskan Bigfoot, he can rip you in half. These accounts are really widespread. It peeked out of the tree right there. Have haunted those who dare set foot here. In the last 30 years, 16,000 people have disappeared without a trace. More people have disappeared than the Bermuda Triangle. Two to three times the amount. Witnesses tell us their shocking stories. I was petrified. And we've gathered some of the world's leading experts in their field. I'm always after scientific evidence that can be independently corroborated. To try and unlock the mystery of the Alaska Triangle. What's causing all the bizarre phenomena of the Alaska Triangle? Could the answer be found here, on a remote mountain far from human civilization? Over half a million square miles of the Alaska Triangle, 16,000 people missing, and one colossal mountain right at its frozen core. Chilling evidence has now come to light that this ominous icy peak holds within it a deep, dark secret. It sounds like something from science fiction, but are aliens hard at work deep within this mountain? According to a CIA spy from the 1970s, the answer is yes. Top secret military programs, psychic spies, and alien bases, plus we have the death of a key witness? Is this the greatest mystery of the Alaska Triangle? 
One man who's on a journey to find out the truth is journalist and UFO investigator James Fox. If the aliens are here, James wants to find them. There has been controversy swirling around for decades as to some sort of secret underground potential alien base. The location of the base is said to be inside Mount Hayes. So that's why I'm here to go and check out Mount Hayes and see if any of the accounts over the last several decades are remotely true. Across the whole of Alaska, there have been more UFO sightings than in any other U.S. state. Can it be a coincidence that it's where so many people are disappearing? Many of the most credible sightings come from near the center of the Alaska Triangle. Jared Augustine is a security officer in Fairbanks, the largest city in the Triangle's interior. He was on night duty when he saw something in the sky that didn't look right. So the day was May 13th, 2016 at 3 a.m. Uh, I was on patrol, being a security officer at the time, and this is where I actually started filming. A strange flashing light suddenly split in three. Whoa. Scouting the area, I guess. When I saw it split, I was blown away and I kept watching and then it did it again. And I was like, okay, this is legit. Something's going on right here. Oh, wow. There's no satellite or aircraft that can divide into three like this. I believe it was a UFO of extraterrestrial origin. And I was shaking. I was really shaking. To date, more than 6,500 UFO sightings have been reported in Alaska. One of the most famous was in 1986 when the crew of a Japanese airline flight watched in horror as two UFOs taunted their plane right in the middle of the triangle. The captain could even feel the heat of the craft on his face. Back in 1950, a Douglas C-54 with 44 people on board simply disappeared from the Alaskan skies. Legend has it, that alien activity played a hand. A more recent account in a deserted section of the triangle describes a squadron of UFOs lighting up the skies. In 2003, electrician Charles Gaines was out on a job, part of a team building an exclusive tourist lodge. We were working on a remote wilderness lodge about 200 miles south by southeast out of Fairbanks. I stepped outside and I was looking at the night sky like I always do and I started seeing these lights. There was only three or four of them at first, but they were high, they were really high and they were traveling fast, very fast. Then I saw more behind them than more behind that. I started calling for the other guys and they all are kind of stunned. 
There's just an endless stream of them. In Alaska, there have been over 500 reported sightings in the last 20 years alone, about 30 every year. But this was one of the most spectacular. But what happened next was something well beyond our understanding of physics. And then some of them speed up and go ahead of the others, turn around and come back and look as though they're gonna run into another one heading straight on. When they came right up to each other, they would break away at right angles. No slowing down at all. How do they do that? It seemed as though it was an armada, like it was some kind of giant fleet of these flying ships. There have also been reports of UFOs landing in the Alaska Triangle. Jesse Desmond is Alaskan State Director for MUFON, the Mutual UFO Network. She's uncovered one story from the Triangle from 1978 that tells of a group of hikers who saw a UFO that had landed nearby. They woke up one morning, they were kind of camped out on a ridge, and there was one UFO landed down in the valley below. So they went down for a hike down to this location. By the time they kind of got there, the UFO had gone away. But the UFO had left behind a grisly scene. They not only saw an indentation of, of swirled natural grasses and small trees and brush, they found carcasses of lots of animals. We're talking moose, bears, caribou, elk, which are not native to Alaska. And they even found a 15-foot killer whale out in the middle of the woods. The coast was hundreds of miles away. And even more disturbing, the animals had been horribly mutilated. All this reported UFO activity has convinced investigator James Fox that the aliens are here. People often ask me why it is I do what I do. And my response to that is with a question. If Earth was being visited, if it was being visited by an extraterrestrial race, something alien to our species, how significant of a discovery would you give that? Well, it'd be a, a 10 out of 10. It'd be the most significant discovery of our time. And my response is, well, I'm quite convinced that that's what's happening. When Fairbanks security officer Jared Augustine posted his video online, it quickly came to James's attention. Straight away, he made the link with the Charles Gaines sighting. For James, the location was key. Both sightings are close to the center of Alaska. And that means close to Mount Hayes, the mysterious mountain right at its heart. Mount Hayes is at the center of the infamous Alaska Triangle. There has been controversy swirling around for decades as to some sort of secret underground potential alien base. It's this base that James wants to find. He intends to go to Mount Hayes. And he has good reason to do so, thanks in part to the findings of a secret project. 
funded by none other than the U.S. government. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everyone's heard of the Bermuda Triangle, but there's another place on Earth more remote and even more curious. I've always had a fascination with the Bermuda Triangle, but when I started to look into the Alaska Triangle, that started to really make my skin tingle a bit. And at the heart of the Alaska Triangle lies an ominous, foreboding mountain peak standing 14,000 feet high. More people have been to the top of Mount Everest than have scaled its icy slopes. But it's not the peak that's drawn the attention of UFO investigators. It's what lies beneath. In Vancouver, Canada, one leading ufologist has been researching extraterrestrial activity for over 20 years. And his work has led him to connect the disappearances of the Alaska Triangle and Mount Hayes. Are aliens abducting people in Alaska and experimenting on them? Or are they working to get rid of anybody who gets too close to Mount Hayes? Could this be the reason that over 16,000 people have gone missing in the Alaska Triangle? An alien base inside of Mount Hayes could explain all these strange occurrences. I mean, it can't be a coincidence that it's right in the center of the Alaska Triangle. Curiously, 
a secret government project might lend credence to the theory. In the 1970s, the U.S. recruited psychics to spy on the Soviet Union. Sasha Auerbach is a historian who's been researching recently released government files. The belief was that the Soviets were developing a similar project using psychic individuals. And the U.S. decided that if the Soviets had a project like that, they needed a project of the same type. Project Stargate was started in 1978. It was based at Fort Meade, Maryland, and it was a collaboration between the U.S. Army and a research institute based in Stanford, California, SRI, the Stanford Research Institute. Stargate was about locating individuals who had the ability to see or hear or somehow sense occurrences well out of their physical sensing range. On the outskirts of Anchorage, Alaska, Dr. Nick Begich is a scientific researcher who specializes in mind control. So Project uh, Stargate was a project of the Central Intelligence Agency intended to develop spies to go into locations like nuclear facilities and be able to do it remotely, keeping the body in one place and consciousness somewhere else. I mean, think about it. I mean, the ultimate spy is one that can show up somewhere. And if you can do that spiritually, detached from your body, what a deal. I know some of the folks that were involved in that, and it worked. They did it. It actually worked. This was the height of the Cold War between the U.S. and the Soviet Union. Both sides would do anything to gain an advantage. The CIA even had a top-secret mind control program called Project MKUltra. They experimented on human subjects, manipulating their mental states with drugs and sensory deprivation. And now with Project Stargate, the CIA had psychic spies. But how exactly did it work? The answer can be found here, a world away from Alaska, down in the desert of New Mexico. It's from here that leading psychic Lori Williams practices what's known as remote viewing. Remote viewing is really a technique for getting information anywhere in time and space. It's essentially connecting to the big cosmic database in the sky. So you can technically visit anywhere in all of space and time, which makes it a very effective time machine. Probably one of the most gifted remote viewers was a man named Pat Price. He was a Burbank police officer who showed exceptional gifts and talents in this area. Pat Price was recruited to Project Stargate and was put to work spying for the CIA. UFO investigator Jeremy Ray has been looking into Pat's story. Pat Price was deadly accurate on his predictions. They had him checking out Soviet targets, and he would be able to write down and draw accurately what he saw. On one of his first assignments, Price was given the coordinates of a secret site 
deep within the Soviet Union. Pat Price was able to astro-project to the location and then put the data down on a sheet of paper. He drew a picture of a gantry crane. His picture matched a secret CIA photo of the same site. But on one assignment, Price was psychically drawn away from his intended target by what remote viewers call an attractor. An attractor can call a viewer to it because it is more interesting. You might be drawn to the noise, the fire, the emotions at the site that pulls a remote viewer to it. Price's attractor was Mount Hayes. There was something going on there that he felt compelled to go and investigate. And what he found there was totally unexpected. An alien base. Now Lori plans to remotely view Mount Hayes. And investigator James Fox is making the physical journey. To actually be in Alaska, you just see the, like the soaring mountains and there's vast open spaces and dense forests as far as the eye can see. I mean, it's really remote. James is heading to Mount Hayes at the epicenter of the Alaska Triangle. It's to here in the 1970s that a CIA spy was psychically drawn. It's possible that what he saw could provide a clue to the thousands of disappearances that have taken place in the area. One of the things Pat Price discovered up in Mount Hayes was there's this strange device with all these cables dangling down from it. Price believed that this was some sort of atmospheric monitoring device. But this was just the start. Next, Price traveled psychically inside the mountain. Pat Price remote viewed Mount Hayes and he saw a deep underground extraterrestrial base. There was a secret underground alien base at Mount Hayes. And Price was even able to get a sense of the aliens themselves. Super advanced humanoids, hard at work, deep underground. The fact that Peck Price worked for Stanford Research Institute and then was later hired on by the CIA to find Soviet targets, give it some credence. I just don't shrug that off as rubbish. I find Pat Price's story completely believable. I mean, this man was a Burbank police officer. He had no reason to make the story up. He was strictly interested in the data. But the revelations didn't end there. Price described the humanoids as working side by side with normal humans. Price didn't say who these humans were, but the investigators at MUFON think they could well have belonged to the U.S. military. Mount Hayes in the UFO community is believed to be a joint military extraterrestrial base. MUFON's Jesse Desmond grew up just 80 miles from Mount Hayes. It seems like it'd be an ideal spot because it is very inaccessible. It's really hard to get to. 
if your objective was to have a secret underground base, Mount Hayes would be a good place for that. It's very remote. Despite the mountain's remoteness, a U.S. military base, Fort Greeley, sits just 38 miles away. And it has strange tales of its own. There have been a lot of sightings around Fort Greeley, and they've had some crazy stories come out of there. One in particular, an internet contractor had to go onto the roof of a building, and he happened to look out, and he could see a hangar, and there was a 12-foot something being moved from one hangar to another, and they had a tarpaulin over it. And it moved in a weird way. He didn't know what it was. It could have been a very tall alien creature. Who knows? But what's really needed is more detail from CIA remote viewer Price, the prime witness. Except... Unfortunately, Pat Price met his demise in a rather mysterious way. He was found dead in a hotel room in Las Vegas. His family was never notified before the body was cremated. So it's rather suspicious circumstances of his death. Officially, Pat Price had a heart attack. But the details are unclear. In his possession were secret documents relating to his remote viewing work. The day before his death, Price met with officials from the National Security Agency. And immediately before his death, he complained of severe stomach cramps. There's a lot of mystery around the death of Pat Price. Could it be that he got too close to figuring out what was really going on at Mount Hayes? What would the implications be if he were to leak out what was really hidden inside that mountain? The reports that Pat Price made must be out there somewhere. Why is it that we can't have access to them? What do they reveal? And who's hiding them? Can any of this really be true? A joint alien military base within Mount Hayes? There could be one way to find out. A reenactment of the psychic journey of CIA spy Pat Price. Now, under test conditions, top psychic Lori Williams has been given only the coordinates. She has no additional information. Her husband Jim is joining her to monitor her heart rate and help record what she sees. It's not long before Lori begins to sense her surroundings. Too isolated, too remote, and too cold. I keep seeing white everywhere. All, all, the whole time I can just get white, 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 white. Very deep. Underground. Buried for a reason. It's tunnel-like. This one's human-like. Vastly intelligent, cunning. 
scientifically advanced. I feel like there's a dissection. Experimentation, research. Gosh, I'm getting a little bit worried about writing all this stuff down and having this all on camera. So far, Lori's session has been a good match for Pat Price's original testimony. Now, is Lori able to get a sense of the alien's true purpose? Extracting, I feel like there's some extracting going on um, of uh, needed materials. There's something about the Earth itself, the planet itself, that is providing a need that they have. If any of this is true, it needs investigating on the ground. James Fox is on his way. He wants to find scientific evidence and is now heading deep into the Alaska Triangle. For James, there's just one destination. We're on our way to Denali National Park. Uh, where we're going to pick up an airplane and fly to Mount Hayes. It's the largest state in the U.S., but has one of the shortest total amounts of road. So James is meeting up with Bush pilot Eric Rovey. Hey, you must be Eric. I am, James. Good to meet you. You going to take me to Mount Hayes? Let's do it. Let's, Let's go. From here, the journey to Mount Hayes is 90 miles over the toughest terrain in Alaska. Flying in Alaska is so dangerous that about 100 aircraft crash in the state every year. Here the traffic scout wagon. Five out for Romeo's departing runway 33. Yeah, right, turn out. The mountains of the Alaska Triangle are among the most dangerous places on Earth. But one mountain right in the middle could pose a very special threat. An alien base in the center of the Alaska Triangle. In my opinion, there are dangerous, unpredictable forces at work here. UFO investigator James Fox and bush pilot Eric Rovey are now heading straight for Mount Hayes. get an idea of the sheer vastness of this area from the air. Where we're going is, you know, we're 80, 80 90 miles away from the nearest town. You know, you're out in the middle of nowhere. As I'm looking down here, there's no indication of mankind at all. Alaska's one of the few places that there's, there's still wild country that hasn't had any human touch on it. It, it looks like it. Wow, this is incredible. If Eric and James had to crash land, there'd be no way out. The heart of the triangle is one of the most hostile environments on Earth. Wow, this is phenomenal. It's just mind-boggling. At last, the towering mass of Mount Hayes looms into view. Oh 
my god, we're flying right towards Mount Hayes right now. Oh my gosh. That is absolutely surreal. That is colossal. I'm looking down for any indication of artificial structures, vents, doors, ports, anything that would indicate civilization. So far, I see nothing but vast wilderness as far as the eye can see. Then the clouds begin to close in. We've got some weather here. Wow. If the vastness and the remoteness doesn't keep anybody else out of here, the weather sure does. That is uh, zero visibility as far as I can tell. Uh, yeah, same here. Out here, flying with no visibility is suicidal. But James spots an opening in the cloud. Is that a glacier down there to the right? Yep, this glacier. Eric can't fly too close to the mountain so he's going to try to land on the glacier. Now, are those fissures in the glacier down there? A uh, crevasse. Crevasses, yeah, fissures, yeah, we, yeah. We definitely don't want to land in a crevasse, I'll yeah. tell you that much. No, sir. I mean, could a crevasse like that swallow up a plane? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, you could hide a city bus in there and you'd never know it. So, the size of a, of a man-made ore. You got your work cut out for you, James. the remote viewers are right, underneath this glacier could be a secret alien base. As they come in to land, the audio fails. Literally in the middle of nowhere. Wow. Hey, how far are we from civilization? Uh, about 90 miles from Healy. So we're not making out of here without the airplane. No, no, you're not walking out of here. Boy, this is about as remote as I've ever been, that's for sure. I can't believe we just landed on a glacier. That was unbelievable. James plans to scour the surface for any unusual signs of activity. All right, you're on your own. Well, good luck, James. Thank you. I hope you find something before they find you. Well, here we are in the middle of nowhere. Boy, if you're gonna hide something, this would be a pretty good place to do it. It's isolated and remote. In fact, it could be the exact spot that Lori found herself while remote viewing. Too isolated, too remote, and too cold. Wherever I was felt 
very cold, very icy, and uh, very flat and expansive. Suddenly, flat in the middle of a mountain range begins to make sense. Here, the glacier is so flat, it becomes a bush pilot's runway. I'm just gonna go to a good vantage point. Uh, I brought some binoculars. I brought some uh, electromagnetic gear. If Lori is right, James could right now be walking in the footsteps of aliens. There was an area off to my left that was raised and rounded, and it felt like it was an entrance to these tunnels. There are more glaciers in Alaska than in the rest of the world put together. But under this glacier, right in the middle of the Alaska Triangle, Investigator James Fox has reason to believe there could be a secret alien base. Well, this is about as good as a vantage point as I could imagine. I'm just going to basically look for anything I can find that would be remotely artificial. Any vents, uh, doors, um, any structures, anything artificial, basically. If the base is here, then are UFO abductions behind all the mysterious disappearances in the triangle? It's kind of an eerie feeling, especially knowing that I could never hike out of here on my own. So far, I see a lot of snow and ice. I'm also seeing some weather coming in. James's electromagnetic reader should detect if there's any unnatural background activity. This could be the sign of an alien presence. I'm not detecting anything more than what seems to be normal background. Before James can do any more investigating, Eric calls him back to the plane. They need to get out before the weather makes taking off impossible. James hasn't found the aliens. But it's simply impossible to see beneath the mountain. From the surface, Lori's remote viewing is uncannily accurate. How could she sense this flatness in the middle of the mountains? Is there then any reason to doubt what she saw within the mountain? And the abilities of CIA remote viewer Pat Price were well established. Why would he invent this elaborate story? For all we know, his incredible revelations could be just the tip of the iceberg. I believe there's so much secrecy behind Mount Hayes because of what's inside of it, because of who's inside of it and the types of technology they have. Whatever Pat Price witnessed, it's not all in the past. He was onto something big.
taking off from a glacier takes all the skills of an experienced pilot. Eric only has one chance. Now all that's left is to reveal to Lori a genuine representation of the area she psychically visited. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that looks pretty much like what I saw. It's very similar, yes. Especially as it comes around and there's shots there, it's like I was standing like right here and that's what was off to my left. Yeah. That's the place. Where did, this is very, where did you get this? This is so cool. For James, for now, Mount Hayes is behind him. The weather saw him off, or was it the Alaska Triangle itself? The pilot suddenly butted in and said, we've got bad weather coming in, it's time to leave. So I thought it best to terminate the investigation, get in the airplane, and get out of there. The sheer vastness of that location, if there was something to hide, that would be the place to do it. Without a scientific survey of the inside of Mount Hayes, it's impossible to know for sure if the alien base exists. For now, it remains a secret. But an alien base would certainly explain the many UFO sightings in this wilderness. The man who knew more than anyone else is no longer with us. And meanwhile, the UFO reports continue to come in. Whoa. People keep on disappearing. We can only imagine what's really going on here in the frozen heart of the Alaska Triangle. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.